Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they have 18 amazing flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com and try yours. Also, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you will get $10 off your first order. What is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Trey Matthews. Has anyone noticed that the sound is a little bit different? Well, I got a new microphone. I am using a Toner TC77. Uh, In previous episodes, I've been using a Snowball microphone, thanks to my little brother. But uh, since I'm going back to college, I figured I needed my own microphone. I can't keep borrowing his. So uh, let me know if the sound is good or not. Uh, Otherwise, I might have to get a refund. But I think the sound is good so far. So anyway, uh, we have a lot to discuss. So uh, shout out to my uncle for sending me this article about the Coyotes and their uh, general manager drama. I heard about it, but we never did an episode about it. And since they lost 7-1 to yesterday, I figured let's talk about that game, their drama, and how it affected the New Jersey Devils because it's a it's a pretty compelling story, if I do say so myself. So uh, the, we're going to have some fun this episode. But first, let's update what's happening in the NHL playoffs. And I will remind you guys what needs to happen if the uh, Devils want the best-case scenario for their uh, NHL 3 first-round draft picks. So just to serve as a reminder, here are the few plausible outcomes that can happen so that way the Devils can get the very best outcome for these draft picks that they have. So number seven is a lock. So the Arizona pick, which is number 18, Arizona needs to lose and Vancouver at number 19 needs to lose. So if either team advances, that pick will go no higher than 28. So we need both of them to lose, and I will update you on the scores to see what's the most likely outcome for those respective series. I I, I think everyone knows what the Arizona series is going to be like because, uh, woof, woof. And this is what this episode is going to be centered on. Arizona, their dramas, and how it affected the New Jersey Devils. Uh, The Blackhawks and the Canadians, either team can win, and that pick can go up a spot. So we need the Blackhawks and the Canadians to do well in their respective playoff series. However, it's, um, you know what, let's just update the scores and I can just let you guys be the judges for yourselves. Let's look at the Blues and Canucks uh, series. So the Blues won the game recently 3-1 to one, and now they tied the series two games to two. So the Blues are the reigning NHL champions and I really hope, I really hope that they can just beat the Canucks Two more times. I know they got off to a slow start to start the series, but you know what? They're the reigning champs for a reason, and I have the utmost confidence in them, even if they uh, even if they did let it slip just a t- tiny bit. But you know what? All I need them to do is advance to the next round. I don't need them to win the Stanley Cup. I just need you to beat the Canucks. So, uh, the, so far, so good. It looks like the Blues regained their momentum, and all the Canucks need to do is just lose two more times. So there's your score right there. Now, over to the Flyers and Canadian series. It looks like the Canadians have their work cut out for them against the Flyers because the Flyers are heavy favorites to just go far in this playoff series. So uh, the Philadelphia Flyers are leading the series two games to one, and the next game is today at 3 p.m. At the time I am recording this episode, it it is 2.08 p.m. Eastern Time, so the game will get started soon. So I am going to watch that game. I'm going to see what happens. And right now, Philadelphia is definitely looking poised for greatness right now. So uh, the Canadians, maybe they could pull off an upset, but you know what? We'll see what happens. So 
the Canadians winning the series against Philadelphia. I don't think it's likely, but it's plausible because, you know, I've seen crazier things happen. So uh, it looks like the Blackhawks and the Canadians winning their respective series so our draft picks can move up one spot. I uh, wouldn't count your chickens. I don't think it's going to happen. So let's actually take a look at the Blackhawks and the Golden Knights series. So the Golden Knights are leading the series three games to one. The Blackhawks were able to win it uh the last game and just keep their hopes alive but i don't think it's going to happen jay krizoniak says jay krizoniak guest starred on this show last week I, I believe it was on wednesday or thursday's episode but um he, he actually picked the golden knights to advance far and actually win the stanley cup and you know i was like uh, it, it could happen but you know we'll see what happens so uh the blackhawks obviously they have no business being in this uh they have no business being in the playoffs they are not ready that is not a playoff contending team they got lucky and beat the oilers in last series so uh we'll see what happens but for right now uh the blackhawks and the canadians winning the respective series as i stated not looking likely so I guess we got to be thankful for what we got. So let's move on out to the Coyotes and bum, 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 the Avalanche series. Woof, that was an ugly, ugly game. Oof, oh man, we, we got a lot to discuss. Now you're probably thinking to yourself, why are we talking about this? I thought you said we were going to stick to Devils things from here on out. Well, for starters, I feel like this would be sort of a prelude to what I'm going to talk about. Or would it be a prelude because this happened after the matter of fact? Because... You know, this kind of drama led to how the Coyotes are performing right now. But you you get the point. I, I You'll get what I'm saying in a second. Plus, Taylor Hall, a former New Jersey Devils player, is currently playing on the Coyotes. So, you know, there's that. There's the Jersey connection. And if you still aren't happy with that, I lie, okay? Everyone lies sooner or later. And you know what? I just want to have some fun. So, let's talk about this. Um, <laughs> 7-1. to one. Seven to one. I don't know where to start because you don't usually see scores like that. That is just ugly. Oh, oh, but first the Jersey connection. So Taylor Hall yesterday's game. Well, technically this episode is going to be posted tomorrow on Wednesday. So two days ago on August 17th, he had drum roll, please. He had zero goals, zero assists, zero points, and a plus minus a negative two. Uh, no penalty minutes, so I guess that's good. No power play goals and no shorthanded goals. So he did absolutely nothing in 17 minutes and 49 seconds on the rink. And for the playoffs, he has played in eight games so far, has two goals, four assists, and six points, and a plus minus of negative one. So there you go. There's your jersey connection. Are you happy now? It should also be worth mentioning that we do not currently have anyone for Locked On Coyotes, so I don't know who you have to hit up. I don't know what expertise you need, but... Uh, we need someone for Locked On Arizona Coyotes because we got nothing. So uh, there's absolutely nothing to discuss for the Coyotes. So why not let it be me? Because I feel like they have enough connection with the New Jersey Devils. So uh, let's talk about that 7-1 to blowout. So the Arizona Coyotes 7-1 loss to the Colorado Avalanche in Game 4 of their quarterfinal series was the most lopsided defeat of the Western Conference postseason tournament. Obviously, Coyotes coach Rick Tockett had another phrase for it. It was a total debacle. We had some guys that looked like they haven't even played before. Uh, remember when Tockett and Stevens went at it? Uh, I forget what it was, but because uh, this was before my time period, people. But uh, anyway, so Tockett and S Scott Stevens. Uh... Referee noticed it. I cannot believe there's not a penalty in that play. Stevens and Tockett about to go at it. The Brodeur has gotten away with one. The gloves are dropped, and Scott Stevens and Rick Tockett, a couple of longtime veterans. 
veterans are about to scrap and the linesmen are going to let them go. Well, Brodeur slashed Tockett, and Tockett went back at Brodeur when there was no penalty called. And this little fracas is a result. These two guys, they don't fight like they used to or as much as they used to, but they're still as tough as anyone that's ever played the game. Pretty good hit by oh. Tockett on Stevens, and he's right back up again. That's why they love him in Philadelphia here, folks. He's always been one of the most popular players here, Rick Tockett. What a warrior. Both these guys. They don't need to be doing this at their age, and yet they're going right at it like a couple of 21-year-olds, like Stevenson and Stock did earlier. Oh! There's a passion in this game tonight, Mike. Now, even though you guys can't see that, it was clear that Rick Tockett and Scott Stevens were fighting. Man, those two, uh, they, they were the heart and souls of their respective teams. Uh, I'm from Philadelphia. I know how much Tockett means to the Flyers. And you know what? Uh, they were well out of their primes, and um, but they were still willing to go at it for their teams. And that's what you need. You need a grinder for each and every team. And you know what? That's what I like from both of them. So uh, Scott Stevens did win the fight. He did get on top of Tockett and the referees did pull them off. So uh, Scott Stevens clearly won that fight. But you know what? I just wanted to add that in there for fun because, you know, uh, this is my show and I'll do what I want. But, you know, that was just a great thing to see. And um, uh, wait, what were you talking about? Oh, yeah, we were talking about the Coyotes and their 7-1 to debacle. So it was just clearly absolute domination for the Avalanche who had 15 more shots on goal and 32 more shot attempts in Arizona. 12 Colorado players hit the score sheet. So Darcy Kemper was supposed to be the so-called hero for the Coyotes and just keep their playoff hopes alive because in game three he had a 49 safe effort but that obviously didn't happen and uh, Kemper was pulled after the second period having given up four goals on 22 shots. That was embarrassing right there. That was probably one of the worst hockey games he could have ever played. And just the avalanche, they just put an avalanche on those coyotes. Hey, that's actually pretty clever. But either way, the game was so murderous that even Freddy Krueger wouldn't even commit that type of murder in whatever degree. Unfortunately, Ranta wasn't any better as he gave up three goals in eight opportunities and the Avalanche just piled it on. There were a lot of guys who scored and also had an assist and I don't have time to go through the list to see who did it because we're under limited time right now and this isn't locked on coyotes. By the way, the job is still open. So you know what? We're, we're not going to talk about that but just know it was an ugly performance and uh the avalanche can close it out tonight because this uh episode is going to be posted on wednesday afternoon and the game will be later tonight so check that out and see if the avalanche advance and hopefully the coyotes lose because that's what we need they are going to lose but you know i'm just putting that out there they just looked very lethargic and with no energy at all you know what they needed they needed a built bar to give them energy wait a minute wait a minute you don't know what a built bar is well let me explain let me tell you something about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. Oh my gosh, this is delicious. I've already had a few when I go out to the gym and they are super healthy too. You're probably thinking, wait a minute, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Uh, 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack that is not true as i stated built bars are healthy 
Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet. And you, yes you, I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off at BuiltBar.com. There we go. I repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it. Go to BuiltBar.com and get your Built Bars right now. So yeah, that's what the Coyotes need. They needed a built bar. Maybe they wouldn't look so lethargic out there. So let's switch the subject just a little bit. So obviously the Coyotes have been in the news recently. So why have they been in the news recently? Well, we need to talk about it a little bit because it does apply with the New Jersey Devils. Let's just say there was some turmoil in the front office. And me being curious, I want to look into it. I'm not sure about you guys, but I'm sure you guys want to look into it too because you've stuck with me throughout this entire episode so far. So let's give it a look. And shout out to my uncle who lives in New York City who gave me these articles to do research on. And we are going to talk about it because I am compelled. I don't know about y'all. So does the name John Chaka ring a bell for anyone? Well, it should because uh, let's just say he and ownership uh, had a little bit of a falling out and I really want to discuss it. So here's the full story of what happened. So Chaka was trying to get an ownership deal with the New Jersey Devils, but however, he just got burned in the process and left him out of the job. Chaka, who became the youngest general manager in Major League Sports history upon being hired by the Coyotes at the age of 26 back in 2016, forcefully resigned himself because of a few falling out business deals that took place. So what happened specifically? Well, here's the even deeper analysis of the story. So according to major news reports, uh, Cheka's relationship with new team owner Alex Morello was becoming worse and worse and worse by the day when he lied about having a job interview with the Devils, which was owned by the 76ers-led Josh Harris and Dave Blitzer. Uh, we talked about those guys yesterday because, remember, their company donated millions and millions and millions of dollars to the African-American community, and I applaud them for wanting to make a difference. Remember, uh, I, I'm just going to say this for the final time. I prefer action over being performative, but if you want to check that out, I've posted basically three episodes of it. So uh, anyway, back to this story. So uh, the, those two guys were bidding to take control over the New York Mets, which is an MLB team, who reportedly then were uninterested in hiring Cheka. So following the resigning of Cheka, let's just say the club put out a um, not-so-nice statement about him. And probably this is uh, one of the rare times I see it in sports because usually when like an owner, a manager, or a general manager, usually when they're fired, usually uh, the club has nice things to say about them, no matter how short their tenure was, no matter what they did, no matter if they led that team into the gut, Usually the club says some nice things about him and wishing them the best of luck. Uh, no, 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 no. Here's what happened. The club is disappointed in his actions and his timing as the Coyotes prepare to enter the NHL's hub city of Edmonton where the team will begin postseason play for the first time since 2012. Cheka has chosen to quit on a strong and competitive team, a dedicated staff, and the Arizona Coyotes fans, the greatest fans in the NHL, the Coyotes said in that statement. And let's just say that was a, oof, that was, they did not hold back. I think they were just disappointed in the timing of this, like, because sports are returning, they're finally gonna play for the first time in a few months, and now all this drama is happening, and we haven't even begun the restart, and what he was trying to do is, he was trying to get an interview and just try to get some partial ownership 
uh, with Harrison Blitzer, but obviously that didn't happen. That did that fell through. And let me just say, Harrison Blitzer, that owns the uh, 76ers or Devils, and now I think they're trying to get the New York Mets. That's impressive that these guys are just trying to own a lot of East Coast sports teams. So uh, applaud to them, and they also are big on taking action. Check yesterday's episode. So anyway, back to this story. Now, while I can understand the frustration and anger from the Coyotes, and this timing was completely poor, I I do need to agree with them on that. At least Jacob took the higher road and released a statement as well. I love our players, coaches, staff, and fans, and I very much wish I could be with the team in Edmonton. Sadly, the situation created by ownership made that an impossibility. He also stated, that's all I intend to say on this matter for now. A fuller, more detailed explanation may be necessary in the near future. So, uh, to make things worse. Nine months ago, Chica was given a three-year extension from Morello. So, oh boy. Uh, Here's what Morello had to say. I am fully confident that John is the right person to lead us moving forward and help us bring the Stanley Cup to Arizona. Well, he got you guys to the playoffs, I'll say that. And he also took Taylor Hall uh, from our team. But you know what? We won't discuss about that. I won't discuss about my saltiness. But, oh, man, that that must have been awkward. But, hey, he got you guys to the playoffs. So now you got to find a GM that will get you guys to the Stanley Cup. Uh, Won't happen this year because you guys suck and have no business uh, being there. And you're helping our draft stock just a little bit. So uh, thank you to that. And also, you guys did not win the first overall pick. I am pissed off about that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was ranting a bit. Uh, back to the story. So, roughly a month ago, an NHL owner asked Morello for permission to speak with Cheka. However, that request was denied. Cheka reportedly then lied to Morello, telling the owner that he wasn't seeking a position with another team, but seeking to build relationships with owners in hockey and get market knowledge, according to ESPN. Afterwards, Cheka told Morello he sought to be released from his contract so he could accept a new position with a team, which he said allowed greater opportunities within the Devils owner's vast sports portfolio. And Morello felt betrayed, uh, but offered to discuss the situation after the season. Cheka was skeptical of ownership and felt that was unreasonable according to the report which said tensions elevated when Morello learned the position Cheka desired was more similar to the one he held in Arizona than Cheka had led on to believe. So uh yeah New Jersey uh stay the F away from him because uh we don't need that drama here in New Jersey we we, we don't need that we don't need him also, we already have our GM and we already have our head coach set. We don't need any more changes. We already have our draft picks. We already have what's going to be established. We already have an idea of what direction we want to go in. We do not need him on board. We do not need him to be a partial owner. We don't need help in any of the categories for right now. So, yeah, just uh, stay the F back from him. So, yeah, uh, that was the story. And I felt like it was an interesting story to share because, you know, it did involve the New Jersey Devils and the Devils were involved with some uh Hollywood type drama and they didn't even know about it so uh, the the Devils did later state that there was no intent to bring him on board so I'm not sure what had happened so it was just a very weird manipulative uh, very compelling story that you don't really see too often so yeah the Coyotes had drama before uh, the season even resumed so that's pretty interesting to see and uh, also share so you know what that was very cool to do, and I hope you guys enjoyed that episode, and I just uh, hope we do find someone to host Locked On Coyotes, and I just wanted to do this because I felt like it did involve the New Jersey Devils. I know I stated this before, but you know what? You got Taylor Hall, you got uh, New Jersey Devils ownership, and you also got some drama, so what more do you
you need. So that's about all the time I have for you guys today. I will see you in tomorrow's episode. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey.